Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are back, Pharrell, coast to coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and go for the two. Joe Lisi in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Hour number three here. Lots of college football. We've got tonight's baseball games. Rick Harrow uh, going to be involved as well. But we will start with the college. Uh, and, of course, every week here on Coast to Coast, uh, we get – the scoop from the past weekend uh, for the Maxwell Club Awards from our man, Rich Sermonello. Uh, you see him here with us twice a week. And then, of course, Saturdays on In-Game Live with the Prime Minister doing college. Here he is uh, giving Scotty the lowdown on the players of the week for this past weekend. Yeah, back uh, recapping week two, talking players of the week for the Maxwell Bednarik and possibly a bonus for the freshman of the week. In terms of the Maxwell Award, had some great candidates. I mean, it could have been Tyler Van Dyke, a.k.a. Tyler Van Dimes, dropping five touchdown passes on Texas A&M and a huge win for Miami. But the obvious choice for us was Quinn Yours. I mean, this was an epic performance on the biggest stage of the weekend. Texas blows up Alabama in the second half. Quinn Yours has the game of his life, 24 of 38, 349 yards, three touchdown passes, no turnovers, helps to snap that 21-game home winning streak for Alabama. And what really blew us away was just how good he was in the final quarter. The crucial moments of the game, 6 of 7, 135 yards, two touchdown passes to A.D. Mitchell. And, you know, one of the concerns we had after week one and really going back to last year was – how much touch, how much accuracy he had on deep balls. He was perfect, Scott, on the long ball, really tore apart that Alabama defense. And now we're looking at Texas at number four in the country, favorites in the Big 12, and serious contenders for the college football playoff. So Quinn Ewers, Texas quarterback, he's our Maxwell Award Player of the Week. In terms of Bednarik switching over to defense, Scott, how about the Pac-12, but how about specifically Washington State? 2-0, impressive in week one against Colorado State. Upset in week two, Saturday night, number 19, Wisconsin. And they're doing it with both offense and defense. We have multiple candidates on this uh, Wazoo defense for Bednarik Player of the Week. We went with Jaden Hicks, the 6'3". 212-pound safety out of Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas. This kid's a thumper. He's like a linebacker on the last level of the defense. Against Wisconsin, nine tackles, tackle for loss, forced fumble, broke up a couple of passes, and thoroughly intimidated the Wisconsin receivers as they crossed over the middle. Jaden Hicks, just a sophomore, is now the top-rated safety in the country, according to Pro Football Focus, through two weeks. And then one bonus, Sean Alexander, Freshman Player of the Week. We'll go back to Austin. We'll go back to Alabama, Texas. Anthony Hill, five-star recruit in just his second game of his college career. Goes into Alabama with six tackles, two sacks of Jalen Milrow, both on third down. So the future is bright in Texas. The current is bright in Texas. So it's a great time to be a Longhorn. Huge weekend for the Texas Longhorns. Uh, it certainly was. Great job there by Rich uh, from the Maxwell Club uh, with all of this week's Players of the Week. Uh, and Texas deserves 
uh, to have uh, all of the accolades, Joe, uh, after the way that they dismantled, killed dismantled uh, Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa on Blowout. Saturday night. That was only Alabama's second home loss since 2016. Think about that. It's incredible. The yeah. only other loss was in 2019 to Joe Burrow. And on top of the great performance by Quinn Ewers, it was the defense, right? Giving him a short field early on, a couple of picks against uh, Jalen Milrow. And that, that offense a little bit inconsistent. Now, how does Alabama regroup? Texas faces a gutty. Wyoming team that knocked off my team, Texas Tech, in, in week number one. They're coming to Austin, oh, Barbara. Gutty. Could Andrew gutty Texas, a gutty Wyoming team. Oh, I tell you, I'm please. rooting for Wyoming. I'm rooting for Wyoming on the road here. Ah, Wouldn't, that come on, Joe. Wouldn't that be ah, great? Come on. Well, one thing that did also for Texas is clearly uh, move them up the national title board. Uh, they went, Joe, from 20 to 1 to 11. To yeah. one, uh, Georgia up to two to one now. Michigan up to five to one. FSU up to twelve to one. Colorado obviously has now gone from three hundred to eighty. Ohio wow. State's dipped. USC is dipped. Alabama went from seven to thirty-three. Yeah. And of course, since the uh, start of the year, since this, these uh, the market opened, Joe LSU has now gone from twenty to forty. Uh, the top four right now: Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Texas. Uh, on the odds board for the national championship. Yeah, uh, and, you know, rightfully so with Florida State and, and some of the others that have moved with Texas. Texas does have the Red River rivalry with Oklahoma. How, how do they fare in that, even though they won last year 49 to nothing? Still have to play Texas Tech at the end of the year. Baylor, which could be a critical matchup in Waco, so keep an eye out for that. Baylor, a much better home team. I will say this in terms of big picture. I jumped on LSU. I think they're potentially the best team, at least right now, in the West. They have the potential to run the table and maybe get to the SEC championship. Keep an eye out for Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss in the West, Carver. 29-1 to to potentially win the SEC this year. Jackson Dart playing well. And here's the other one that I jumped on. Jumped on Notre Dame, right? Keep an eye out for them, big picture. In the Pac-12, nobody talking about Chip Kelly and UCLA. Dante Moore playing very well. They dominated San Diego State. They're 18 to one to win the Pac-12. That could be a sleeper right now. Uh, absolutely could. And, and like I told you last night, I think Alabama. I mean, this could be a year. Maybe they lose three games. I, I think that this is the kind of year because of their quarterback situation. They might find themselves in a tight fourth quarter game with teams that they usually handle, Arkansas, Ole Miss, uh, whoever. I'm not talking about LSU. I think you're right. I think LSU could beat them, you know, uh, just straight up the way they are. I'm saying the teams that they're used to beating a lot. Right. I could see them lose one of those along with LSU uh, because that quarterback situation, not great. Uh, you heard about the Maxwell, the Heisman movement uh, as well, Joe. Here you go. Uh, Caleb Williams now plus 350. Travis went from has gone from 12 to 850. Penix from 16 to 850. Of course, Sanders and Hunter from Colorado. Massive movements for them. Uh, Quinn Ewers also, Joe, uh, has hopped into the top three after his performance uh, at Alabama. You don't see Bo Nix in there, right? Which, I mean, you know, Bo uh, Nix. Bodacious. Bodacious all over the place. <laughs> I mean, he's got the resume, meaning in the, in the sense of the schedule. Sam Hartman, I'm still on him at 18 to 1. He settled back at 22 to 1. I would still put money on him because he has the games. Ohio State, he's got USC, and he, he has yes. the game at the end of the year with Clemson. So keep an eye out for that. He's got some marquee games. Uh, you know, they, that's the thing. And I think that part of him moving down is so many other guys have moved up, the Colorado guys, et cetera. Uh, but his time will come. All right, Frail Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. will come back. Rick Haro on a Tuesday. Yes, it can happen. We're back on the grid after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... 
get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Uh, every week, we talk to our sports business and legal insider here at Sports Grid. And that, of course, uh, from Harvard, is the great Rick Harrow. Hi, Rick. How are you? Well, more important, how are you? Are you okay? You over, t- you over last night? Not particularly. Not going right. to lie to well, you. Wanna, I, I'm not. Do you want to move? I, I got, I got major issues with my quarterback. Major issues yeah. uh, with my quarterback. Well, you mean, you mean the fact that he throws th- three interceptions to a guy that had three interceptions like for 30 years in the in the league? Uh, is that was that one of your issues? I, yeah. I got a, he's got a decision-making problem, Rick, uh, the quarterback. He does. He looks like a rookie he, again uh, is my issue he, with the quarterback. So. I think he's doing too many direct TV commercials, by the way. I think he's worried about I, a little bit too much of his image. I said uh, one of the first things I said today when we came on the air a couple hours ago, tired of Madden covers, Verizon commercials, actresses, set yeah. of gates. I, I don't need any of that stuff. I need uh, I need winning football. I need smart winning football, uh, Rick, out of my quarterbacks. That way he can continue to do uh, all those commercials because when you don't win, Rick, they take the commercials away. Just ask Baker, right? Baker had all the commercials. Yeah. Now he's not on commercials anymore. You need to win football games. Well. <laughs> and there's another issue before we get into our stuff too. Is that that uh, that uh, uh, the Pagulas are fantastic business people. They're fantastic owners. What they won't yeah. put up with is a showman. So there may be a little bit of a meeting coming up. I'm just saying. Well, whatever it is uh, to get him back to the player that I saw two years ago dominating the league and dominating the Patriots and dominating uh, football. That's the guy that I want to see back on the field because I've missed him uh, really for the last year. Uh, he has not been the I same will, guy. Uh, <laughs> one more comment, then we'll go. Uh, as a Dolphin yes. fan, take your time, okay? Do more I commercials. Know. Do whatever Dolphins you want to do. Dolphins were very impressive, very impressive very. Uh, in their win in Los Angeles. And I wish Tua played for somebody else, Rick, because I think Tua's uh, fun to root for. I think he's fun to watch, and it's exciting yeah. when he's out there. So I hope he stays healthy. I just wish he didn't play for the Dolphins, uh, basically. Well, That's from your perspective, I, I know. I don't know if he will be as fun to watch if he didn't have uh, Waddle and, and this guy is a comma. Uh, he'll makes Tyreek it easy. Hill. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll make it easy. He'll make it easy to Could Hill make Zach Wilson look good? That I wonder. Could he make uh, Zach Wilson no. look good, Tyreek Hill? No, no nobody no, can make Zach. So no, shades of Duper <laughs> and Clayton. You don't remember, but Miamians do. Dan Marino do. does. Shades of Duper and Clayton. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Believe me, exactly. Rick, uh, 12-year-old kid watching the Bills beat the yeah. Dolphins in those playoff games uh, with Clayton and Duper uh, out there in the snow don't start. Uh, for Marino. Don't start. I do remember. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. All right, let's start. Yeah. The reason why those commercials are so important to guys like Josh Allen, Rick, is because Everybody watches the NFL. Uh, Chiefs-Lions averaged nearly 27 million viewers, the most-watched show on television since the Super Bowl in February. So the Kansas City Chiefs have number one and number two. That was 115 million, but that's a Super Bowl. This is 27, peaking at 29, doesn't even include streaming. And the Lions were an uncertain quantity. Everybody was rooting for them, but nobody knew how good they could be. We still don't know, but it's become an America's darling 
with a big media market and all the motor companies and the sponsorships there. So the Lions are going to add uh, luster to an overall economic base that's driven by TV. And so when you talk about 27, 29 million people a Sunday night, it is a premium quality show. And that's not even Sunday night. This is Thursday night football, but it's really the Sunday night brand. And that's what I was going to say to you. Like, it don't matter what night of the week they're playing these games. I mean, you're going to get – now, look, the Dallas Giant game was – I mean, that was miserable on Sunday night. I'm sure people didn't stick around for that entire thing uh, all the way through the second half. But I don't think it matters what teams you put on. People are going to watch. Like, here today, like, well, they got – Jets have all these primetime games left, and there's no Aaron Rodgers anymore. You want to know what, Rick? People are going to watch anyway because it's the NFL at night, and they watch. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. You know, I did another little segment about artificial intelligence. Now, Amazon is going to drive shopping. You get an especial access to the Friday afternoon game that the NFL is invading college territory. No more Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska, all of that on Friday afternoon. The honey-do list is over. What do you do? Got to watch college football? No. That Friday in November will be Jets and Dolphins. Rogerless yeah. minus Jets and Dolphins. But Amazon, as you can see from my stuff, is doing a special TNF There's a football prime package where you buy merchandise and you buy stuff as if we needed to know this. The survey said that 44% of those surveyed said they would actively buy merchandise while they're watching the game. So here comes a cash register waiting to happen. You know, you never know that Black Friday uh, Amazon broadcast could be uh, Zach Wilson and Skylar Thompson before you know it. Or Zach or Stop Zach Wilson, it. Mike White. Uh, there's there's a potential for the Mike White revenge game uh, there on Black what, Friday with the Dolphins and the Jets. Uh, what are you, that. some kind of witch negative soothsayer? Just, no, just no, no, the, no, no. I man, just told you I'm rooting for Tua. <laughs> I'm rooting right, for yeah. him. Yeah. Um, U.S. Open concludes. Yeah. Uh, I wanted US to Open ask concludes. you this. Jo- uh, Djokovic wins his 24th major. He beats Medvedev. I brought this up to Scotty on Friday, I guess, going into the weekend, because they play this final the first Sunday of the NFL at 4.30 in the afternoon against the NFL games. How difficult would it be, Rick, for the U.S. Open and tennis and ESPN to get together Give the, guy, the, give the guys and the women who make the finals a couple of extra days and do it today, Tuesday, after NFL Week 1 ends, a primetime spectacular. Do the women's final at 5. Do the men's final at 7, 38 o'clock. Have it standalone. There's no NFL in its way. People would watch. People would care. Why do they bury it, Rick, uh, on the first Sunday of the NFL? Tradition, and it goes back to when you start the U.S. Open, which is the week before Labor Day, with Labor Day Monday basically being the midpoint. And there's another collateral issue to this, and I brought it up last week. You know, we watched a LSU-Florida State game last Sunday night. Uh, I watched uh, Rutgers-Northwestern on Sunday last week. I was there because there's nothing else there. They give away the Sunday-Monday non-college really labor day weekend and the u.s open happens then it might be interesting obviously what you're saying is to move the entire event back a week and maybe you have the finals on that sunday monday labor day monday your idea does make some sense and i gotta tell you i'm sure espn and the u.s open have legitimate traditional reasons for that what they are i don't know Uh, Speaking of ESPN, uh, the dispute got settled, of course, hours before Monday Night Football. Charter and Disney dispute that was blocking out ESPN from a lot of subscribers for a significant amount of time. But they were able to come to an agreement on that. Yeah, right. That's the way things happen. They upset a lot of people because some of these deals, they will cut out some of the prime games and they're playing with fire because deadlines always hurt when they don't make those deadlines. But at the end of the day, this is one of those things where you got to have a deadline that creates a settlement, and the settlement happened. Did you have Germany beating Serbia in your FIBA World Cup pool, uh, Rick? Did you have that as the final? No. Didn't get around to, didn't get around to place the bet. After the U.S. lost to Lithuania, the collateral 5% interest I had waned to about 0.1%. Yeah, uh, but they called it a success. And they're right, it was expanded. I mean, there was a 
seemed like there was 50 yeah. teams in that thing, Rick. I mean, they had a monster uh, tournament there. Uh, unfortunately, because of where we are and where they were, the time of the day wasn't very uh, conducive for everyone. A lot of games at 4.30 a.m. on the East Coast. Rick, tonight on Carver and Lisi on the radio side, we will dive into more things, including how much money Shador Sanders is making more and more every week with how well he's playing for Colorado. Four. Uh, that will be there tonight. Four big ones. <laughs> yeah. Four big, big, big ones, ones is right. Uh, Rick Carl. Our sports business and legal insider here on the grid. We're back on Coast to Coast after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High, Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. BetMGM has you set up uh, with a great first bet offer, a $1,500 first bet offer, bonus code SG1500. That's SG1500. This is for all new BetMGM Sportsbook account users. All you got to do, download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if the bet loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Bet MGM, first bet offer, 1500 SG1500 is the bonus code. All right, Joe, I've got more football for you because uh, it's a football. So now it's a football show pretty much. We're going to get to tonight's baseball before we get out of here, uh, but I know I have to keep feeding you uh, the college football. I have to deliver the promises, Joe. That I make to you. So we are a couple weeks into the college football season. I have for you, Joe, uh, teams that are off to 2-0 starts against the spread. Now, these teams, of course, didn't necessarily win these games, but uh, 2-0 starts ATS in college football. Some of the notable teams uh, here for you. They include Colorado, Oregon, Miami, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Cincinnati, Syracuse, Penn State, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, and how about Arizona, Joe, on yes. the 2-0 against the spread list for you Push, there? Pushed uh, Will Rogers to the limit. Uh, Delora and the crew put up 340 on that secondary. So I look at that list. since uh, Cincinnati and Emory Jones, it's incredible. He's, like, rejuvenated yeah. with Scott Satterfield. But Penn State sticks out to me and Ole Miss. Now, Ole Miss, I like. Ole Miss, I think, could be the best team in the SEC West. They're laying a 20-and-a-half-point number, and they're doing it through the air. Jackson Dart and that offense are putting up over 300 yards per game, has stepped up again on the road against Tulane. Here's the thing. You look at Georgia Tech right now. Their rushing defense was atrocious last week, gave up 211 on the ground. They don't have a sack, Carver, in two games. If they can't get pressure on Jackson Dart, look for a big game out of Junkins. Ole Miss has Alabama on deck. I, there's no look ahead. I like Ole Miss to roll. And Penn State, I think, not upset alert, but it's Drew Aller's first career road start in Champaign. It's a Big Ten game. Illinois not playing well. Bielma typically always has his teams ready. 
I like Luke Altmaier, the, the uh, quarterback for Illinois. On the ground, they're averaging 4.8 yards per carry. Typically, Penn State, not a dominant road team. I think they win. They have Iowa on deck, but expect Illinois to be within the number. What was it, Joe, two years ago? And I'm going to give you the numbers for that in a moment. What was it, two years ago they went there and played that dopey two-point conversion overtime game yep. uh, with Illinois now, and they it, lost? Now, Illinois' uh, defense, Carver, is atrocious. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe we go with the right. over because Illinois has given up over 200 passing, over 200 rushing. And last year, that secondary was the best in the Big Ten. But with two starters now playing in the NFL, they fell off a cliff. Other side of the coin, Joe, teams that are 0-2 against the spread after two weeks. Now, some of these teams are 2-0, Joe, straight up. I mean, you got teams here that won, but they haven't been covering some very heavy wood. Teams yeah. like Michigan and Georgia, Ohio State, they've won games, Joe, but they're not covering. Clemson yeah. on there as well, although they have lost the game. Texas Tech is on the list. Wisconsin, uh. NC State, TCU, Florida, Mizzou, and there's a note there at the bottom, Vandy, they're yeah. 0 3 against well, the spread uh, with yeah. Clark Leah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it in the <laughs> SEC. I like Florida this weekend against Tennessee. Biggest thing for Tennessee right now, we think Joe Milton, right? Four touchdowns, no interceptions, 66% completion percentage. You look at the rushing attack for Tennessee, 257 on the ground. You look at the passing attack, 220. It looks balanced, right? But they're only converting 33% on third down conversions. Billy Napier is a good underdog coach, even though he didn't get a, a cover against Utah. This front seven only allowing 87 rushing yards per game. That's important. They pounded the rock Florida did for 327 against McNeese State. I think they're live against Tennessee. They've won four of the last five against the, uh, the Volunteers and covered this number last year, 38-33 with Richardson. So I like Florida, and I'm going South Carolina. Did you know South Carolina and Spencer Rattler have con completed 83% of his passes this year? No interceptions. They're averaging 408 yards through the air. Carson Beck, first SEC game, even though at home, laying four touchdowns? Give me South Carolina, Carver. Uh, here are some of the numbers, Joe. And tomorrow I'm going to give you uh, even more of these uh, on a Wednesday and get some of your picks for these games. But I did want to give you early in the week look at some of the games you just mentioned a few of them including that south carolina georgia game now i'm not gonna lie to you joe you've been pumping the south carolina georgia game to me for a little while on the radio show and i've been kind of giving back to you ah come on georgia will kill south carolina the games in between the hedges blah, blah, blah. i don't know joe maybe i do with that kind of a number i might go with you here uh, with Beamer and the Gamecocks uh, with the 27 and a half, four touchdowns here. You've also got Florida State and BC, the Fighting Bluets mm. at Chestnut Hill, getting a big number. You have Penn yeah. State and Illinois, which you talked about. LSU visits uh, Will Rogers in Mississippi State, yeah. an early kick in Starksville on Saturday. And Kansas State and Missouri get together, an old Big yeah. 12 rivalry, uh, Joe. Yeah. I like LSU. LSU has won two straight by nine points per game. Won this ball game last year at 31-16. Offense right now, they're putting up over 500 yards of total offense. And again, I talked about the defense for mistake, giving up 340 to a finesse offense in terms of Arizona. Jaden Daniels is averaging 333 passing yards per game, six touchdowns, one interception. I think LSU bounces back. Not only that, Brian Kelly since 2017, Carver, on the road or on a neutral field since Notre Dame, 27-12 and 12 straight up. He definitely has the coaching advantage over Zach Arnett. No doubt about that. All right, next rack that I got for you, San Diego State visits the Beavers in Corvallis. Uh, you know how I feel about the Beavers, little chip on the shoulder along with the Cougars. I like them in this spot against the Aztecs, even with the big number. How about this clash of styles, Joe? Minnesota into Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina. Uh, lots of offense on one side, lots of nothing uh, on the other. Seven and a half uh, is the number there. Washington and Michigan State, of course, there's a lot going on uh, in East Lansing right now. Tennessee and Florida, you already mentioned, and Georgia Tech getting a fat number uh, against Ole Miss uh, this Saturday as well. Yeah, I'm going to go to P.J. Fleck in, uh, in Minnesota. We're going to roll the oh, ball. Oh, no way. 
Wait, no Carver, way. Carver, since 2019 ATS, PJ Fleck in Minnesota, 11 6 and 2 against the number on the road, right? But they pounded uh. the rock against. Wait, wait a second. They pounded the rock against Eastern Michigan for over 200. Why is that important? When you look at App State last week with Joey Aguilar, right? They rushed for 219 on that UNC defense. Joey! Joey Aguilar! Right? They were in striking distance. I know it's Drake May. I'm not buying into Mac Brown in this defense. I'm sorry. They gave up 35 points per game. They stepped up against South Carolina. Minnesota's going to, we're going to run it right down their throats en route to the outright win. If I made that pick to you, you would call me gutless. Uh, if I picked me. Why is that gutless? gutless? Seven gutless. and a half point dog. Gutless. You pick. love so outright. You're taking know. him. You're taking him outright. You're on outright. Minnesota's going to win at North Carolina, you're saying. I like, to, I like Florida more than I like Minnesota, but I'm taking both with the points and outright. The go I'm for the it. two pooch special uh, <laughs> on Saturday. P.J. Fleck rowing the boat. This is a blue-collar game. This is such a Joe Lisi game. BYU visiting oh, Arkansas. Don't this start, is a Carver. black and blue type of game between the Hogs and the Cougs. Uh, we uh, also have Pittsburgh and West Virginia. The backyard brawl. Houston opens their Big 12 career against TCU at home. Different situation for Colorado here, Joe. Now, they have gone in the last two weeks. Obviously, Big Dogs TCU ended up being a slight home favorite against Nebraska. Now, Joe, can we trust Dion and Shador and the crew to cover a big number against Colorado State? And I like the late night game between Fresno and Arizona State as well. Well, let me ask you this. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, after next week, they face Oregon and Bo Nix. And that's Correct. already a 17 and a half, 18 point number. There's a potential for a look at, even though it's a rivalry game. Let's be honest, Colorado week one, getting the victory over TCU. That's on their radar. Colorado playing Nebraska with Matt Rule. That's on their radar. They don't look at Colorado State as, as anything, I don't think. I'm inclined to take the points with Colorado State in this matchup. No doubt that Colorado, I think, wins. But I would take the 23 and a half as a live dog. And Arkansas, I don't know if you watched this game last year. I was on Arkansas last year. They absolutely abused BYU in the passing attack. They ran for over 200. KJ Jefferson had a fantastic game. I got to go over the 47 and a half. I mean, 47 and a half in Fayetteville? Come on. Let's ride. Joe, before the TCU game, I think the look ahead line for that Colorado Oregon game was like, in the mid 20s yeah right? it was like yeah mid 20s i saw 14 and a half this morning uh when i was looking at that uh colorado but you Oregon know they have on their radar right i'm sure they have that game circled yeah shador versus yeah. bo nix this is a team that got colorado blown out by state, cam Joe. ward colorado state i'm yeah, gonna take the points bad. i'm gonna take colorado the points state. I'm all right we'll them. come back we have baseball games tonight that we have to go through pharrell coast to coast carver high and joe and for scotty we're back on the grid right after this sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com have you ever brought your magic to walt disney world like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a creole princess or get goofy officially when we come through it's true magic because we came to play at walt disney world resort Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us uh, here today. All right, Joe, lots of baseball to get to. Uh, big slate tonight. White Sox lead the Royals 5 nothing. That is in the first game of a doubleheader in Chicago. That's in the fourth. Yankees took game one of a doubleheader at Fenway against the Red Sox. 3-2. to two. They'll play game two tonight. I'll give you the, mom- uh, the numbers momentarily. Just a couple things from last night. First, Braves and the Phillies split a doubleheader in Philadelphia, uh, but it was Matt Olson. This is in the second game, Joe, which they did lose, but he had not one, but two long balls to get him to number 50 on Bally Sports South. This one to left field. Schwarber going back. There's number 50. A two-homer night, and now he's one away from Andrew Jones for tying the Braves' single-season home run record. Not a bad year, Joe. Uh, we can hit that 50 spot. Uh, that ain't bad at all, that's for sure. He's he's on fire. I mean, unbelievable in terms of that. He's really I mean, fire. He really has. I mean, <laughs> I remember really talking about him in terms of the All-Star break. He had like 14 home runs, I feel like. It's amazing in terms of what he's been able to do. Uh, he's been excellent, uh, especially in the last week. He's really turned it up and gotten himself uh, past everybody else and on to that 50. Uh, next, Orioles beat the Cardinals 11-5. There's only one reason why I'm going to play this, Joe, and that's because what? we had Gunnar Henderson yesterday on the tater time at plus 475, and he homered on Masson. And Henderson with a drive into right. Ladies and gentlemen, Gunnar Henderson. You know what we like to co- you know what we like to call that Joe. You know what, what that's called? I said Tater. it. I, I said, said it. it. Right I know. Tater I said time. It. There it is. Let right me there. ask you this. I'm nervous. <laughs> yes. When do we like? Uh, because I'm sitting on uh, a college football parlay with oh, <laughs> multiple games of the year through November, and I hit the first two legs, and one of the legs is Baltimore to win the AL East. So when when oh. can I when can I feel confident about that? Well, uh, they are, I think their magic number is one to clinch a playoff spot, but you need more than that, obviously. They have a three-game lead, four in the loss, over Tampa, and I believe, Joe, they have a four-game series with the Rays starting on Thursday night need in Baltimore. Where is that series? It is in Baltimore. So they have four games coming up this weekend, Joe, where they you could you know we we haven't said in a long time. Extend. 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 You can get some Carver. extend uh yes. from Baltimore. It's crazy. I had Texas A and M week one laying the thirty nine and a half. Miami week two plus the seven and a half. Baltimore, I have Clemson laying the three against Florida State. LSU catching seven and a half against Alabama. And I have t- uh, Alabama laying the seven and a half against A&M later in the year. So hang in there. Uh, the, hang in there. Hang in Joe there, with the, Joe, with the months in advance uh, look ahead lines of college football games of the year uh, parlayed together with the Orioles to win the AL East. Uh, there it is uh, right there. Our parlay of the day. Uh, on coast to coast. The Rangers did beat the Jays 10 to 4. Diamondbacks beat the Mets. Uh, A's did beat the Astros, as I mentioned with Davis earlier, and the Cubs beat the Rockies. Padres beat the Dodgers. All right, Joe, let's get to tonight. We will start in Baltimore, uh, where we just were with the Gunnar Henderson homer. We get John Means, who comes back uh, off of injury. Been a long time since we've seen John. Adam Wainwright will go for the Redbirds. He has been awful uh, this year. Orioles minus 190, plus 155 for the Cards. Flat 11 at Camden Yards with Wainwright on the mound, Joe. A hefty total. Yeah, I, I got to, I mean, you're going to take Wainwright? I mean, I feel like the overs always no. come in with Wainwright. I'm probably going to take, if I had to bet this game over, I would go over the way. I mean, they put up 11 runs last night. Why not? Uh, 16 for the Orioles, I mean, totals. 11 for the Orioles and five. Go over. 
I can't back the you Cardinals here, can you? No, you can't. No, absolutely not. Uh, it's Orioles. Probably run line. Uh, the Nationals and the Pirates are at PNC. Adon and Falter. Uh, this game might have some runs as well, Joe. It's a flat nine. The total minus 150 for the Pirates, plus a buck 25 for Washington. I'd actually take Washington tonight, plus a buck 25 yeah. and over the nine. Yeah. What about the? Yeah, I I I would probably go with you. I mean, the, the Pirates are terrible. I mean, both teams are horrendous. But I mean, plus ones. I would probably take the Nationals. Throw it in a parlay with the one and a half runs. I'd feel more confident with that. Good pitching matchup in Philadelphia tonight. Max Fried and Zach Wheeler for the Braves and the Phillies. Braves road favorites, minus 120, even money for the Phils, eight and a half the total. There's actually a lot of guys, Joe, and this will come back up in tater time. A lot of guys on the Phillies with some pretty good numbers against Freed. I'm going to take the Phillies with the even money here tonight at home against Atlanta. Go the over, though. Let's go. I mean, why not? Nine, flat nine. You don't feel good? Uh, eight and a half, Joe. Eight and a half. Even better. Uh, now. Yeah, even let's go better over. for you. Uh, let's go. go ahead. You like, I mean, baseball uh, this overs. This gutless uh, red that's... team. Duh, we're uh, talking about Reds. the Reds. This gutless team. <laughs> Reds are in Detroit against the Tigers. Brandon Williamson and Joey Wentz uh, are the starters. The Reds Joey are minus Wentz. 120. Even money for Detroit. Flat nine nah. total. It's the yeah. Reds, Joe. Nah. It's the Reds. Nah. Yeah, all of a sudden, no more De La Cruz, right? All right, let's just go out of principle because the Reds cost us money. Let's take the Tigers at plus money. Even money. Just out of principle. Out of principle. I mean, the Reds. I mean, uh, what a gutless <laughs> second half. De La Cruz. They all fell off the map. They got abused by the Cubs. They get, they're terrible. Terrible. <laughs> second half rangers still in toronto against the jays max scherzer on the mound for the first time since getting hammered by the astros hunjin ryu goes for toronto who is minus 105 rangers minus 115 flat eight the total i'm i'm faking scherzer every time out joe uh jays minus 105 yeah, probably go Jays. I hate both teams as well now. I mean, Texas, too. I'm sitting on a ticket for them to win the World Series. They can't beat the Astros. Had a buddy of mine go, you know, uh, I was at the game, you know, when they played the Astros. You just can't beat Houston. I know. How about you step up and try to knock them off one night? Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Yankees will look to take both games in Fenway. They won this afternoon. Carlos Rodon and Cutter Crawford in the nightcap. Sox minus 125. Yankees plus 105. Nine and a half. Up, up, up and away, Joe. Over the nine and a half at even money. Let's alt it then. Let's put it up, up at 12. You, I mean, you're in so Fenway? greedy. You're so what? greedy, Joe. Well, that's if amazing. they can get over I mean, nine and a half, that's 10 runs. So I mean, we can't greedy. get three more? Let's go. I'm, I'm going to go. Take the nine and a half at even money. Uh, take the nine and a half at even money. Don't be greedy, Joe. They played slow this afternoon. Low scoring, 3 2 this afternoon. We'll get some runs tonight, especially with that gas can Rodon on the mound. The Diamondbacks are at City Field against the Mets. Ryan Nelson and Jose Buto go in this one, where the Diamondbacks are minus 105. Mets are actually minus 115. Nine and a half the total. I'm on the Diamondbacks, Joe. Yeah, me too. I can't, I can't look to the Mets. I go under that nine and a half, though, Culver. I don't have any confidence that both teams are going to get over that number tonight. Uh, very possible. I'll stay away and just go with Arizona. Game two in Kansas City, or excuse me, in Chicago between Kansas City and the White Sox. Uh, you're going to get Lyles and Toussaint in this one. Minus 130 for Chicago, plus 110 for Kansas City, nine and a half with a couple of gas cans. Davis told us earlier he loves the over in this one. I will go with him on it. I'll go with you too. I, I've never seen an over I don't like. So let's let's go oh. for the trifecta. <laughs> you have definitely never seen that. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, we've got Freddie Peralta in Milwaukee for the Brewers against Miami tonight. JT Chargois goes for them. Minus Ooh. 160 for Milwaukee. Plus 135 for the Fish. Seven and a half, Joe, uh, no. in this one. Go let's go wonder. Could only look to to Miami in this ball game. I another team that's only. inconsistent. Well, uh, Milwaukee's too inconsistent for me. I don't like them. Uh, that is true. Tampa Bay is in Minnesota again against the Twins. They beat them last night. Zach Littell uh, against Joe. Don't call me Jack Ryan. The Twins are minus one thirty. Rays plus a buck ten. Flat eight. I'm on a raise tonight, Joe. 
Now I'm going the other way. I'm rooting for the Twins. I need them to lose. Let's let's extend that lead for Baltimore to, to four. I want a five-game lead. What do you need, need them to lose year. for? What do you need the Twins to lose for? What? Wait, or the oh, the, the Rays are saying the you need the Rays, Rays to, lose. to lose. Yeah, the Rays to lose. Yeah, I need to extend, 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 extend. A's will have J.P. Sears and Roebuck against Justin Verlander tonight in Houston. Astros. Here we go, Joe. The heavy lumber game of the night. Minus 300, plus 240 for Oakland, eight and a half the total. Could only look Houston, but we got to lay it, right? I mean, a run and a half, two and a half runs. I mean, we're, I mean no, they're we're not going to lay, lay three to one. I, I say it. over, we're though. Lay it. Yeah. Do we have okay. a World Series uh, ticket on them yet? On who? Houston. On who? No, and I won't have one either. I will never root for them. The Cubs are in Colorado against the Rockies. Even for that, Joe, I can't even go to the window for that. Flexen and Assad tonight. Cubs minus 185. 12 and a half at the Coors Field for you, Joe. 12 and a half. I think I've bet about seven Colorado games. They've all been unders. I've been absolutely kicked in the chops this year with Colorado. So, I mean, I can't. You're going to get me in on this over tonight when we're doing the show. I'm going to bet the 12 and Probably. a half. It's going to be like three nothing in Probably. the ninth. All right. Probably. Uh, Angels and the Mariners in Seattle. Patrick Sandoval and Brian Wu. Uh, Mariners minus 210. Plus 170 for Anaheim. Flat eight. Uh, nothing here for me, Joe. No, thank you. Nah, I can only look to Seattle. Seattle for me uh, in the over. Our pal Cal Quantrill for Cleveland tonight in San Francisco against the Giants who have Sean Manaya. They are minus 185, plus 150 for the Guardians. Eight and a half is the total here. Uh, San Fran, uh, that's my team. So San Fran minus the 155, and I, I go under. Cleveland games typically for me as well. It's a dead under. Uh, and finally, the Padres and the Dodgers again in Los Angeles. Padres beat them last night. A lot of homers. We got Michael Waka 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 and Lance Lynn. Dodgers minus 160 plus 135 for San Diego. I'm on the over nine, Joe. Minus 120 of the over. Runs again tonight in L.A. All right, let's go with the over. I, I lean to the Dodgers in this matchup, but I'll take the over with you. You will take the over with me. There you go. Those are your games tonight uh, in Major League Baseball. Of course, we can't leave without tater time for tonight. We will go to that Atlanta-Philadelphia game. We said we have some guys with good numbers. JT Realmuto, 342 and three homers off of Fried in his career at plus 475. I had to pick somebody on the Orioles against Wainwright. We're going to go with Santander at plus 310. Kyle Tucker, King Tuck. Has great numbers against J.P. Sears and Roebuck. He's plus 320. I wanted to take a Cub at Coors Field. We go to Ian Happ at plus 425. Oh. And then Manny Machado. Two last night. Let's get another tonight off of Lance Lynn at plus 375, Joe. Good for them. Yeah, well, Machado. I mean, if we get Machado, let's do it. We got the over. Tater time here. We got no football. First night without football in like a week. Uh, let's get the taters fired up, Joe, uh, on a Tuesday night. Uh, there you go. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe for Scotty. We'll come back. Wrap this puppy up right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
And we are back. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Uh, Joe, a lot of injury news, of course, uh, as per usual on a Tuesday early in the week, uh, off the weekend. I told you about Horn earlier with Carolina, multiple weeks with the hamstring. Uh, Tomlin confirmed today that Cam Hayward will have groin surgery uh, for the Steelers. That is not good. Uh, we know how big of a part of he is of that defense. And I saw also, Joe, that Eckler was banged up for the Chargers uh, in that game on Sunday against Miami. Of course, they play at Tennessee against the Titans mm. coming up on Sunday as well, Joe. Uh, so always uh, have to keep an eye on some of these lingering uh, injuries throughout the week uh, as we head into this week. That could be huge for L.A. Chargers need the rushing attack going on the road to, to Tennessee. So if Eckler's not 100%, is it Josh Kelly that gets the start then? He was pretty good. I'll tell you, uh, Kelly, he, I mean, he's he's like, again, I always I love doing this. This is a Joe Lisi blue-collar, lunch pail uh, type of guy. I mean, this guy, Kelly, I mean, he fights for the tough yards, uh, ha- has a little bit of a burst to him, even though he's a big dude. Uh, that is, he has got to be on the all-Joe Lisi uh, blue-collar team. Uh, we'll get Kelly, the running back from the Chargers in there. All right, Joe, uh, great job as always. I will see you tonight, Carver and Lisi, 8 p.m. East on Sports Grid Radio. And then I'll see you again tomorrow here on Coast to Coast. Are you excited, wow. Joe? I know that you are. Look, see you tomorrow. Me too. Tuesdays this is what it's all about. I know. Look at this. Indeed. Yes, uh, of course. In fact, I just got uh, done talking to the Prime Minister. There is a golf tournament this week, the Fortinet Championship uh, in Napa. I'm going to get the golf picks back uh, heading into the weekend as well uh, tomorrow, Joe. So we have that too. Uh, great job by everyone today. Gabe, Davis, Maddock, Mike DeCourcy, Rick Haro, Mafia and the crew, everybody. Uh, game time decision with Kevin Walsh is next. Coast to coast. We'll see you tomorrow on the bridge. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.